All right, let's check in with Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun on this Monday morning as our election campaign, uh, we think, will start to get a little more interesting today. Isn't that what we think, Vaughn? Uh, we do indeed, and Simi, it got very interesting today with this uh, open letter published in the Vancouver Sun today uh, about Site C. You've got the... Uh, the guy who ran BC Hydro for the NDP and the woman who ran ICBC for the NDP saying uh, Site C construction should be put on hold until we know what the hell it's going to cost to fix this problem. That BC Hydro has known about this problem for almost a year, end of December last year, and the government isn't telling British Columbians anything about what it's going to cost and how long it's going to take Instead, the government is allowing construction at, B- at Site C to proceed full speed ahead. Uh, pretty serious stuff. Uh, letters signed by a bunch of people, most of whom in the past have been NDP supporters. So uh, this is a real challenge to Premier Horgan. Mm-hmm. And I expect he's going to get some questions about it. We're going to be speaking to actually one of the authors of that letter coming up just after the 7 o'clock news. Now, we knew, though, Vaughn, I guess, when John Horgan, you know, greenlit Site C, that this was going to cause a problem with some NDP supporters. Uh, Yes, we did. And BC Hydro has also known for decades that there were geotechnical issues in that region. In fact, they redesigned the dam under the BC Liberals to try to deal with the problem of uh, unsound foundations, believe it or not. That's the issue. That seems important. Uh, Instability in the foundations. So they redesigned the dam under the Liberals to try to deal with this, and they started construction. The New Democrats come in. These problems have been known for years. And as Hydro discovered at the end of last year, when they'd already spent more than $4 billion building the dam there were greater stability issues under the foundation than Hydro had identified Mm -hmm. at that point. They discovered this during construction. The area of instability is right under the powerhouse generating station, spillways, and where they're going to put the earth fill dam itself. Hydro has known about the problem since December. They briefed the government-appointed oversight panel, which includes two senior public servants, in January. By the end of March, they knew that the fix was going to be more expensive than they imagined, and they thought it was going to delay finishing the dam. They didn't tell the public until the end of July. The New Democrats promptly sent in a former deputy minister of finance, and ever since then, Simi, they've said, we can't say anything. We can't tell you right. anything because we don't have the report back from this guy that we've sent in. Well, you know, the question I have is, how is this different from the ICBC dumpster fire? Yeah. The liberals go into the 2017 election. We now know they knew there was a serious, serious problem with ICBC finances. They covered it up because they thought they were going to win the election and they would tell us afterward how they were going to fix it. To the liberals' shame, the New Democrats become the government, and of course they put the reports out. And we're still dealing with the fallout from the dumpster fire. Well, what do we got here? Different Crown Corporation, but the public has been told nothing 
and they're going to try to keep this covered up until the election, I bet you anything, what it's going to cost to fix this and how long it's going to delay, or even, let's be skeptical for a minute, even if it can be fixed. Right. Like ICB, or sorry, Hydro, all they, all they disclosed at the end of July was it'll be more expensive than we expected, and we're looking at a bunch of solutions. Um, the government has known enough about this problem through its management of BC Hydro and its oversight of BC Hydro. They've known enough about this problem since the beginning of the year. The public should at least be given an estimate of what it's going to cost to fix this. And the other question that this letter raises is, why would you let construction proceed flat out as they're doing when you don't know what it's going to cost to fix this problem or even how it can be fixed. So is this something, Vaughn, that you think gets left to the Green Party to raise because both parties do, you know, the yeah. BC Liberals launch site C, so, you know, then the NDP yeah. wear the rest of it. So really it's for the Green Party to say you something You know, here. that's a very good point, Simi. And in fact, if you, you know, we go back to the legislature session in August. So this report came out end of July. It was the Greens that got up uh, Sonia Firstenau and Adam Olson, who got up in the legislature and asked the good questions. What's it going to cost? What will it take? Why don't you stop exactly, construction yeah. until we know? And the New Democrats ducked all those questions. Oh, you know, we got to wait for this report. Yeah, well, that's what the Liberals said about ICBC, too. I think, I think this is a, a good issue. And I gather you're having one of the authors of the letter on yes. fairly soon. Yeah, right after the 7 o'clock news, we will be doing that. And then, of course, at 9 o'clock, we've got this announcement coming from Andrew Wilkinson and the B.C. Liberals as well. Any idea what this is all about? Um, they've said a major economic announcement. I think uh, our colleague Richard Zussman is is on it, uh, that it's going to be tax cut uh, to stimulate the economy. And I think he's right. It would probably be the sales tax. Sales tax, a cut in the sales tax benefits everybody in B.C., it's not cheap. One point on the sales tax is about $1.2 billion in provincial government revenues. Two points would be $2.5 billion. But, you know, that big deficit we have, it kind of changes the whole landscape. We're already looking at a $13 billion deficit. You know, you're going, oh, well, we're going to add another billion or two to it. Well, it's like what's going on in Ottawa, right? We're so far into debt and deficit territory now that yeah. really, I mean, and it's the same with the government's election promises, too. You're going, well, yeah, sure, okay, well, we need a, the we economy need needs a helping yeah. hand. We're just going to argue about how big the deficit is going to be, but it's going to be big whoever ends up but in charge also, of the economy. It makes it seem, though, like today starts a new phase in this election campaign, though, yes. because we saw what happened in 2017 with the portmanteaus thing, and so you think, oh, okay, are we getting into the promises part now? Yeah, we're getting into the promises part. Uh, the government uh, will be rolling out, uh, the NDP will be rolling out their platform, the Greens and, uh, and the Liberals, and, you know, they'll be uh, pushing back on each other's, but in the past... We used to get what was called a fully costed election platform, yeah. and you'd run through the math, and you'd go, oh, it doesn't quite add up. Now, I think this time we're going to be more looking at, well, you know, uh, whose deficit is going to do the most for the economy, whose deficit is going to get us out of the this mess we're in 
the quickest, and that will be the issue for the voters, not which one of these parties is going to put us into deficit. That is true. All right, Vaughn, lots to talk about. Thank you. Bye-bye, Simi. That's our Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun this morning, and the campaign will get interesting with the kickoff of these announcements this morning, and of course, complete coverage right here on 980 CKNW.